Welcome to the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. Broadcasting from the Queen City, Charlotte, North Carolina. And now, here are your hosts, Dan, Drew, Daniel, and Florian. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is episode 27 of the Flights of the Roundtable podcast. It feels damn good to be back after being out this week, and we are at Free Range Brewing in the great city of Charlotte. And I just want to give you guys a quick disclaimer. You're going to hear background noise, as we've had at previous live episodes. So just be sure, you know, if it happens, you know, man up and... Just listen to it. I uh, also want to say, too, this episode that we're recording today will be posted on our normal date on Friday. So make sure you tune in because this is going to be a banger. Dan, are you a blanket? Because you just covered so many good things, you know, keeping us nice and warm over here. But, guys, like Dan said, we are the flights of the round table. You know, we drink flights of beer. We talk about beer. Talk about a bunch of random shit. We talk about football. And we have fun, you know, and another part of this is, you know, we personally think Charlotte should be the beer capital of the South. And when this is all said and done, we're going to help get this city on the map, baby, because we have a passion for Charlotte, you know. Well, I mentioned word free range. We have a special guest joining the pod. Joe, I'm going to let you take it away. Why don't you tell us a little bit, you know, about your role, uh, how long you've been at free range, et cetera. Right now, well, first of all, thanks for coming out to Free Range. Oh, you got it. This is so cool. I mean, like, again, it's the first time really talking to a microphone, so I'm very ecstatic about that. Okay, <laughs> all right. No, so you, okay. you sound good, Joe. I'm just yeah, saying. You know, you I mean, great. we popped your podcast cherry. You certainly did. <laughs> not. Awesome. Uh, I'm glad. You'll be I expecting texts later I, after this. I hope it's good. Yeah. Yeah. No, dude. No, Spirit. Thank you so much for coming. Uh, but no, so I've been at Free Range for about four years. Um, started off doing like kind of part-time bartending. Um, I was a preschool teacher, so. It was fun doing that, but I've uh, slowly moved into the role as our sales rep. So I do a lot of things here, but mostly kind of doing all the distribution and drive the free range van. If you can see that little, the van right there, that's FRB. That's me. It's yeah. also parked outside. I see a little free range oh, yeah. van well, out there. <laughs> you, you might have saw, we had a little uh, incident with the free range van. Okay, tell Ooh. us about this. Yes. So we had a uh, U.S. food truck hit the free range van. It was parked. So it's not my fault. I'll repeat that. It was not my fault this time. Good. Uh, I guess that's a story you're sticking to. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Plead fit there. But yeah, man. So I get to do all the deliveries. I do a lot of like day-to-day operations here. Um, I help with canning and any type of brewing I can. But yeah, so many hats wear it here. But. Nice, nice. Well, were, you, were you in the van when, the, when that happened? I was not. Uh, that's good. Thankfully, yeah. yeah. It, was, it was early in the morning. So, yeah, you, so who, tried to, yeah, who tried to blame you then? You know, why were you the guy that was like, no, okay. Well, you know. It's, Joe took the fall. Because I'm like the only one who ever drives that van. Too, so. <laughs> well, it's funny. Okay. Everyone's always like... Uh, like, oh, yeah, I saw you driving the van. I beeped at you. And I was like, please don't do that. I'm just <laughs> thinking I'm doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> Someone beeps at me when I'm driving the van. Do you, you, know? do you have, like, a sign on the back of the van that's like, how's my driving call? <laughs> no, no. Okay, um, good. I fucking, like, if I'm a business, I don't want that don't on want there. That. You know, but I, like, I've kind of thought about it. Um, I was thinking about, like, putting one of those, like, how's my driving? And then just putting, like, a random number up there. I know, like, again, the brewery would be like, hey, that's not a good idea. Another, bre- another brewery. But, like, number. it's an idea that's up there, right. you know? For sure. Just Papa John's, Papa John's, how can I take your order, you know? Yeah, your driver is an idiot. <laughs> yeah. like, well, you know, sorry. That's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, guys, we're over here at Free Range Brewing. They got a really cool mural of everybody 
at the, that works here on yep. the back so, side? So there's a lot of parts to this. So there's family members of okay. the owners. Um, so our owners, Jason and Jeff Alexander, as well as their wives, Brittany and Sarah Alexander. So it's family-owned business, and they've they've done a great job with it. But what you're seeing here is a lot of either people who have worked here in the past or have some type of oh. connection to the brewery. There will be our farmers or other breweries there. If you can see the dude holding the double fist in, that's uh-huh. Jason uh, Glunt from Salute and his wife, Darylin. So okay. there's like, it's kind of like okay. a community up here too, which is really cool. So yeah, everyone cool. up there has a cool story. Nice. Well, that's that's awesome. Great piece of art. Yeah. It's really what it Dustin is. Dustin Harbin, I'll shout him out. He is, uh, he's been doing that artwork on this mural. <laughs> oh, so since I've been here since 2018, I think he started it before that. So it's an wow. ongoing project, but... He does some really cool stuff. So. Well, that, well, that's cool, Joe. And, and I want to hear more about Free Range. But first, to know what I heard today? What did you hear? Yesterday, the record for the fastest eating of a Carolina Reaper, three of them, oh. was broken. Can no you way. guess how fast he ate three Carolina Reapers? So, no, I can't. <laughs> I, yeah, so, like, I like, I like spice. Yeah, yeah. But, like, also, if it, like, if it gets in, like, under my fingernail, like, I am... Out of commission, it's game over for me. But no, yeah. I would say so. Three Carolina Reapers. Yeah, yeah. I feel like if someone's eaten Carolina Reapers, yeah, they're, they're like going pro. after it. So I would say I'll say 17 seconds. Ooh, close, but you're off by half. You're off by half. 16 and a half. Oh no, no, eight not, seconds. Not point five. Eight <laughs> damn seconds. I, I've, I've had a long week. That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He's like, oh wow, sixteen point five, fucking fast. I'm, I'm in finance. That's kind of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> so we have some Carolina Reapers here today. No, I'm just oh. kidding. No, I was gonna say. <laughs> I, 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 I kind of would be up for that. I'm not gonna lie. You would take one right now. I suddenly oh, feel. Oh, I'd be tempted because so. yeah. for the views, I know Daniel would. Hell, I've, I've got something for you. <laughs> Don't you fucking. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, 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 I'm saying this <laughs> on a recorded podcast, yeah. uh, but I might do it. I, I might do it. I saw a video a while back, and I don't know if you guys saw this. It was like this guy, I don't remember what his YouTube name was, but he ate three Carolina Reapers like that and then chugged what? a fifth of Fireball. That's it was what? it was the most. It's the guy with the long hair? On yeah, the, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like watched him. I was like, what? Like why would your, your stomach has to be just fucked for the whole? You time. just told me about that, and I feel like I have heartburn. You, have, you have to go watch it. You, know. you have to go watch it. Now. You have to go watch it now. It feels um, like you could breathe fire already. You know. Yeah, it was it was a little uncomfortable after. You're like, all right, this is kind of gross. Um, yeah. But Joe wanted to, like you said, get into a little bit about free range. Cool. Why don't you talk to us about the backstory? Of so yeah. Of course. So Free Range, we've been open since 2015. Um, our owners, Jason and Jeff Alexander, with their wives, Brittany and Sarah. So they started up in 2015 when we been open doors. Um, Jason had been doing some home brewing sure. um, before, past tests before, like 2015. Mm-hmm. But... Um, what they really started up with that was they wanted to like kind of surround themselves with the community. So that's kind of Free Range's little slogan is cultivate community. So okay. that means we make products for the community to help the community and aid the community in any way we can. Mm-hmm. So anything that we get, we try to do our best to get everything locally sourced. I think I spoke to you guys yesterday yep. um, about most of our beers are 92% to 99% locally sourced. So wow. mind you, there's some hops that are hard to get that, you know, so, but we try to get the best ingredients from local sources so we can make the best quality product we can here at Free Range. Wow. So, okay. Yeah. All right. Well, that's, wow. 
That's, I love that. I do. absolutely love I do that. too. And so so we we like the the you know the local ingredients, you know, making it all about Charlotte. Mm-hmm. You guys are a small batch brewery, right? 100%. All those things are so cool and definitely kind of define who right. you are, right? But what else? What would be what about the beer that you know separates free range from maybe the other 40 breweries in Charlotte, 100%. right? And so, like you said, I mean, we talked about Charlotte. I think Charlotte is a great brewery city. Yeah. I mean, there's, It's up and coming. It's up and coming, there's man. There's so many breweries. And if you have a style of beer you like, I'll be sure you can find it in Charlotte, you know? Um, but what I think separates, again, so I think that our idea of the community, so we get all of our ingredients locally sourced, right? Um, but not only. So Erica and Carly, so we do have an all-female staff brewery. That's so cool. So that is really very, cool. That's very cool. Yep. But... They do such a great job. So Erica before was at Long Live Beer Works up in Rhode Island, which they've got a great I've, track record. I've heard of that. Dude, I've phenomenal that. stuff. Um, so she was up there originally. Uh, Carly came over from Wilmington. She was at Flytrap, which is another really fun brewery. A little bit smaller out that way. But also some styles of beer that we do, I think, kind of really set us apart from most places. Like we've talked about grisettes, gruets, a lot of saisons year-round. Um, we'll do, like you said, we have that sourdough wild ale. So fermentation is a big part of what we do here, too. So that's, I mean, also it's like kind of a different styles you normally don't see in every other local spot. Okay. Um, but also, so our barrel system, which I think is pretty unique. So we have one of the smaller barrel systems in Charlotte, I'm willing to say. So it's a three and a half barrel system. We also have like a seven barrel fermenter. So that means we're constantly brewing, you know, at least two to four times a week. So they're always filled. There's always something new pumping out. It gives our brewers a lot of liberty and kind of freedom to try out new things and kind of experiment with what we can do. So you're saying two to four times a week. So with this small system, you're, you're on one beer for like at least a couple days. Oh, we're pumping. So so these separate tanks will hold different styles of beer, Yeah. Um, which is interesting too. I mean, it's, it's fun to see all the work that goes into it. But yeah, so we're trying to pump out beer for also for this location, um, for wholesale, and also Camp North End too. So we provide the beer for Camp North End. It's our sister location over um, the Free Range Bar, we'll call it. Um, but, yeah, so they're constantly being yeah. busy. I mean, it's not uncommon for Erica to come in here on a Saturday or Sunday to, to make sure something's crashing right the right way. You know? so <laughs> it's so, cool. So the menu's changing um, how many times a week? Oh, so it depends. So, okay, I always tell the story. So now we've, uh, we've delegated that the cream of the crop and the therapy session. Those are our first ever staple beers. Okay. So um, before that, it was kind of like what we could get in season, what would be locally sourced, how we could fit it in our tanks. Um, but we've done a good enough job. So those are two of our favorite beers um, that are kind of consistent that we always have on draft. They're always available for wholesale. Yeah. Um, but it's always fun. Uh, my favorite thing when I used to teach, I would work here on the weekends. Uh, and I would come here on Friday or Saturday, and I would check the board and see a new beer. And that was always the fun thing. Also, because you got to try it before That's you. Awesome. Mm. You know, you got to try a little bit. You could yeah, like have yeah. your pour, you know. Mm-hmm. So um, are, are you able to give us a sneak peek of what uh, what new stuff could be? Yeah, so out? we're so currently Ooh. right now in this tank right behind you, actually. So we're doing a smoked Kellis lager. So we used wow. a, okay, I, I always, this is like, it's one of the toughest things for me to say. It's a smoked peach tree malt. So it has like a tint of smoke to it. We've done a few styles of beers with that before, and it's just a really fun style of beer. I mean, it's great to drink. If you want to cook with it, you can cook with it. We've had people make uh, mustard with it before, too. So that's always wow. a fun one to see on there. I but would I would drink the shit out of that. Yeah, <laughs> I would, too. It's I would. It's like subtly <laughs> smoked, so it's not like, you know, it's 
It's perfect. Yeah, it Any, sounds yeah. good. Yeah. Anything smoked in beer is just it's unique and it tastes good. Yeah, you for sure. I mean? I'm all about the unique uh, beers. Like I, I mean, I kind of wanted to be like my my thing now for the episodes. Like I'm the one, you know, like as a side beer. Trying the the, oh, yeah. the one that I think is just the most unique. Like you would never see that um, at another brewery. Um, I I was talking to you yeah. about it, and um, uh, it's from our last brewery at Sugar Creek. They had a very unique beer that I have never thought, and it was amazing. I freaking loved that thing. Yeah. And and we'll get into it when we uh, right. list out the flight. But you've got one, <laughs> yeah, that's and sure. uh, it's damn good. Well, isn't that the fun of craft beer though? Like it's so, I love it's it. so funny. It uh, is, man. Yeah. You know, when we were, I mean, I'm 29. When I was, you know, I'll say removed 10 years ago, it was bush heavy. Bush oh, yeah. you know? yeah. oh yeah! And I just thought that's what beer was. Yeah. You, you, know, you know, you you make me want to ask you a great question. Go ahead. Right now, what is your favorite classic non-craft beer? Oh, like okay. you know, you, you, Harris Teeter. You walk in there, the classic end. So okay, th- so the way I would press. So mind you, like I work at a brewery, so I have access to beer. I don't have an excuse. But yes, my, yes. honestly, a Miller Lite, man, a Miller Lite, a Miller Lite. I've always said, like, cause, you know, there's a lot of times, especially I'm used to bartending, people will be like, well, I, you know, don't be mad at me, but I like, and I was like, it's what you like, you know? Yeah. Like, there's nothing wrong with liking that, you know? Fair. Yeah, and yeah. Like, teach his own. I'm not above it, you know? Yeah. I, uh, you can always Yeah, like a one for a darty or for um, for golf hey, with the boys you know, or something. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's Bud Light. I just, Bud I love Light. those crispy the blue Lizzie's, cans. Baby. I love Light, it. I just know, throw dude, them back. Bud yeah. Light was a classic. Yeah, I love it. You know, yeah. nothing, sorry, mom and dad, but that was my high school beer. I loved yeah. it. Like, there's nothing wrong with it. <laughs> yeah. like, yeah. No, uh, our high school beer. I'm pretty sure I remember. We, yeah, we were. Fuck. <laughs> no, yeah, the champagne of beers. Oh yeah. That was it. And like, what the hell were we thinking? But that was what we were buying all the time. Damn. That or Bud Light Platinums. That uh, those were hot too yeah. back then. Like, yeah. we were also stealing Four Locos. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So wait, how old is everyone here? I'm 27. Okay. Yeah, and I'm 29. 28. So 28. 28. So, okay. So we're so around the same age. We're so all there. We all experienced the original four. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh shit. Yeah. Like, I, okay, like, I am, I'm, it's, it's good for society that those are stepped out in a little bit. I yeah. think that was. How many illegal things were in those? Yeah. I don't know. You know? I, yeah, that's it's a question that I don't think we'll ever have the answer to. It's probably <laughs> the best way not to know, you know? Yeah, yeah, it's probably, it is probably for the better that we just. We don't know, and we accept yeah, that that's we okay, on. and we're we here. <laughs> yeah, it's where we are now. It's what know. we do. Yeah. <laughs> you mentioned Miller Lite. Who's uh-huh. Your favorite non-craft beer. Yeah. Outside of Free Range, what's your favorite craft brewery <sighs> in Charlotte? Ooh. Okay, Ooh. so I this is this is like I'm very passionate about craft breweries, and I think there are some really good spots that do some amazing things. So I'll start off in Noda. I think Birdsong, they're one of my favorite breweries. They have just tried and true. They do some really fun stuff. Really great styles of beer. I mean, the the Rewind Lager, I could drink that literally. Oh, that's always, yeah. That's oh, yeah. always, I'm always happy to We've see We've had that. that on the podcast before. Yeah. I love yeah. it. I mean, and there are really cool people over that way. Um, Birdsong's great. I also, so I live and die by Salute. And I think if you've never been there, go to Salute. Oh. We've so, been there. Yeah, so we have. It's the it's the where Charlotte they watch Charlotte FC. Oh games. yeah, yeah. They're the they're the and uh, that's where I, I've at least been there. I thought maybe you no. and Flash oh. went there. No, I don't do think yourself, I've been there. Do you, no. So that's like okay. So I'll give yeah. you this, mind you. Like, and so we're really good friends. With, uh, a free range is really good friends. A salute. They're they've been great to us. I as long as I've been in Charlotte, they've been nothing but amazing to me. Um, but that place is always like. So my brother come. My brother lives in West Virginia, Morgantown. 
uh, he will come down. Like, he came down last summer and visited. And I was at work, you know, and I was like, do you want me to drop you off? He spent six hours in Salud. The six whole shift. Hours. He had three different meals, or two di- I will say two and a half different meals there. So he had breakfast there. He was upstairs because they have their brewery upstairs, yeah. the bottle shop downstairs. They do some great pizzas. I, I mean, I just can't speak highly enough of Salud. And their beers that they make themselves. Yeah. Oh, go there, man. It's yeah. They're also Divine Barrel. I think Divine Barrel is... Mm. Damn good. Cream of the crap, man. Like, wow. that's a be punny about that. But, like, dude, they, they do really <laughs> fun styles of beer. Also, like, if you're into IPAs or any other, like, actually, they're so broad now, but Resident Culture. I think Resident Culture's beers yeah. are really, really good. I speak highly of them. Um, Devil's Logic. I know you guys were talking about going over there. I think their beers are great, too. Yeah, I yeah. mean, I'll give them a little bit lower left to shout out as well, too. Wow. They're over, like, I live over that way. It's, it, it's very, I, I've been there. They make a nice hazy. They do. Um, they do. It's, and I think I had, like, a coconut summer. Oh, three-hour tour, man. They yeah, do really three good hour stuff. Three-hour tour. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's very small, and, like, you wouldn't, unless you're driving past it, you'd have no you'd idea. You'd have no idea. Cause it's on, I think it's on, like, Old Pineville Road over, because it's near all those larger breweries. Like, you have, uh, like, Brewers at Yancey over that yep, way. You yep. have Protagonist over there. Um, Sugar Creek. Sugar Creek, yeah, yeah. OMB. Oh, yeah, right yeah. yeah, so there's, um, but it's tucked in. It's, I think it's been on for maybe two and a half years. That's a, it's a sleeper for sure. They do really good beers there. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I mean, Joe, putting on for the city, man. Putting putting on uh, for the beer chain. I do have enough experience drinking at breweries, so that is like I can I can confidently tell you which ones I think are the best. Yeah, or not the best, my favorite, because I think beer is perspective. You know, like True. if you don't like Belgian style beers, there's some breweries that might not be great for you. But yeah, yeah, I yeah. think the experience you get at those breweries is really awesome too. So Word. those are my favorites. Yeah, cool. in terms of resumes, I think that like ranks top five. Like you yeah. know, <laughs> some people have ex- extensive experience in marketing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but <laughs> that well, unknowing uh, beers is a good resume to have. Well, but also it's like knowing what I like too. Yeah. I mean, there is uh, who am I to say? There's sometimes that like stout or porters are not what I'm looking for. You know, yeah, especially in like August or yeah, this exactly. Time of year. Oh God, now now is not oh. the time. But come like November, oh, yeah. it's on. Oh yeah, well that's so that's my thing too. So I grew up in like. Upstate New York, so sure. like Finger Lakes area. I'll give Dundee, New York, a little shout out there. Hey. Um, yeah, population twelve hundred. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you know, so you're in winter for what seems like five or six months of the year. Yeah. So seasonally, I'm like, oh, as soon as it hits November, I want a porter or a stout or like something heavier, a little more maltier. Well, down here it's a little bit different, you know. It's mm-hmm. it's uh just the heat, the humidity for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've acclimated a little bit, but. And Florian's talked about this before, you know, stout that screams winter, you know. Yeah, that's, to me, that's oh, just yeah. winter, bro. Oh. That's, the, the only one that I could even um, think about drinking year-round would be Guinness, because I just love Guinness. Guinness. Well, that's like, Guinness is just always like, it's a standard, you I know. I love like, it. It's, it's never going to disappoint you. It's no, Guinness. I love it. You you mentioned, like, the breweries. Mm-hmm. Say you're going to a new brewery. What is your go-to beer if you've never had their beer? Oh, that's a really good question. Mm. Okay, so I think... It depends. I think that I always, this is like a little bit of like inside information. So from the brewers that I've talked to, if you ever ask the brewers what their favorite style of beer is, they're mostly going to say a lager. Because that's like, you put the most time and effort into a lager. It's cold from from the way top down, so it takes a little bit longer. So I think most brewers will be really passionate about a lager. So I always make sure I try the lager first. If there's a lager on draft, I try it. But also, like, dude, I'm a sucker for a hazy IPA, too. Like, I know. Let's I can't, go, my I'm, man. Like, I'm, I'm going to try to act like I'm that, like, real cool brewery guy that only drinks lagers. But, like, dude, I, yeah. I 
I love a good hazy IPA too. I feel yeah. like the hazies is like sweeping the nation. They just you know? look cool. I think well, that's what people want too. They like a cool looking drink. I feel, I feel yeah, like that's yeah, yeah. all the, a little yeah. bit of the hype, you know? hundred percent. And also I think it's, it's an introduction to IPAs for people who are not used to drinking IPAs. Cause yeah. I remember when I, you know, sh- shit, I would say six, seven years ago when I first started like drinking IPAs and I could tolerate them. Cause you know, like when you were fresh out of college, you're like, yeah, I drink liquor out of a plastic bottle and beer that's thirty, you know, thirty of them for twelve dollars. A know? crushed up water yeah, bottle, 100%. you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I so missed like, the thirty racks it. down here, dude. Man. I know, right? It's so crazy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's crazy. Um, well, but I think that also, like, it's it's fun to see like certain styles too. If there's something that, that picture, I mean, it's fun. Also, you know, you can always ask the bartender mm-hmm. like. What's what your go-to? Yeah. Now, mind you, it's like not, it's, it's like crazy busy. You're gonna get the, the biz, like they're gonna get the top seller. You're gonna say that, but or if like you know last little bit in the keg, he's just trying to sell it. You know, oh, yeah. you hey. might want to try that one. Hey, but I mean, you gotta assume that anything that they're willing to put on draft is gonna be high quality. Yeah, you know? that's oh, what you sure. hope for. Anyway. You, don't wanna, you don't want to put piss poor shit out there. No, 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 no. And I think no. that, and that's I'll say that one thing. Like there's, I will give the Charlotte that credit. There's there's not a brewery I could really talk bad about. You know, there's yeah. there's so many good breweries out there, and it's it, there's something for everybody. You know, that's cool. That's I, cool. I asked the guys this week, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna get to Drew. I saw a picture oh, on Twitter. Yeah. And it asks, shit, my phone turned off. It asks, in order to receive thirty-seven million dollars. Oh goodness. So think about that. Yeah. You have to survive thirty-seven minutes in a one-bedroom. No windows or <gasps> doors. Oh, is this like with the alligator and the hippopotamus? Oh, so yeah. this actually a Komodo dragon, full size. Oh no. Okay. A silverback gorilla. No. A rhino. Oh no. And a cheetah. Oh, okay, so okay, this is gonna be not logical at all whatsoever. Okay. Okay. Hey, so we we love that around here. I grew up with like barn cats. Like I grew up in like the country, so I think that I have an, impe- an like an impeccable ability to speak to cats. <laughs> so there's like a part of me, mind you, if you ask me like honestly, no, I don't think that I could actually like tame a mountain lion or like a large cat. But like a little part of me, I think I could do it. Okay. I like but that also, answer a lot so actually. What, you know, that's like I'm be honest with you, I think I could do it. But then again, like, dude, no shot. Like I'm gonna be realistic about my abilities. That's like Dude, I'm not beating up a silverback gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Neither, and the Komodo dragon, one bite from it, you're have dead. You, so, so right. you ever, can, we, can we talk about that? What what makes a Komodo dragon so dead? Saliva. Have you, have you ever saliva. seen like uh, Planet yep. Earth on those? No, nah, so really they will literally that. they will bite something okay. and then just sit there because their poison takes about maybe I think it's like a day and a half, two days for it to totally like almost be like you know it kills the yep. thing they bite. So they'll just bite it so just and just sit. watch it and just sit there for two days. Yeah. They'll go after it a little bit. If it starts running days. off a little bit, they'll just start following it, the scent. You oh, know? yeah, dude. They, they're not worried. They just like, oh, yeah. Oh, I've watched so much Planet Earth that like it's wow. it's in, in, in there. That knowledge is there. That's nuts. Yeah, so that, I would say. That's a cruel way to die. Ooh, I mean, oh, the killer's I, just watching you, you know? Oh, like. dude, terrifying. Terrifying. Like That's like <laughs> some like Saw movie stuff. Yeah. Okay, I have a question for y'all then. Okay. Okay, so I also saw this on Twitter. So if you had, you could choose to fight any animal, any animal in the world to death, to death, you know, like, you know, we'll say it that way. Now, if the animal is larger than you, you can either grow up to their size or you can shrink that animal down to your size. Same vice versa for smaller animals. They grow up to your size, like, or you go down to theirs. It's like, obviously you wouldn't pick like a praying mantis. That's game over. Right. Like what animal would you pick? That's That's a great question. Honestly. 
a giraffe. Oh, dude. Okay, yes. Those uh, things 100%. are so. Di- you literally just yeah. smack the shit out of their legs, and if I you're that know. tall, uh, yeah, are I guess you you're. Me? I guess you're right. They can fend off giraffes. Yeah, okay, right. my my argument with that would be yeah, not even an argument. I agree with you. Down. Shrink down to your size. You just side. swipe the legs ah. of that giraffe. You're teeing off. Yeah. You're good, dude. You sweep the leg. I, yeah, I think that's the yeah. best bet. I think that's a great answer. Sweep the leg. I mean, what about a butterfly? Like, dude, pluck that wing right off. I don't know, man. Have you ever seen Godzilla Mothra, bro? That's like, yeah, that's. I don't know if they gain superpowers if they grow like to my size. But. A big ass moth or a butterfly? I don't know. That's gonna look creepy too. I'd rather just take the little tiny ass giraffe. You ever like yeah. walk out into like in the middle of the night? You walk out to a room and there's like a moth in there. When you flip the light on and it startles you more than anything. Like imagine true, that just true. like you know six feet two. Same like, size well, as you. And, yeah. and also, right there, you know, to us a moth or a butterfly is nothing, right? It can't do anything to us. But I don't know if they hunt other insects, right? They probably have some sort of weapon that if you shrink to their size oh, or they shrink yeah. to yours, that shit could be really deadly. And true, we don't even know what true. it is because they don't do anything to us, you know? Yeah. Have we thought about like actually having giraffes our size? Or, like, is that like what if like that is a thing in the future? That's, that, that, that's more like a baby giraffe. I'm I know, you, but bro, like, but giraffe sneaks down to yeah, my but size. A, I'm but a full size—it's not a baby anymore. Like, that's the fully grown, and it's the baby size. You know, that would be weird to have. Yeah, I think so. They yeah. do have those miniature horses. No, not like ponies, but like the oh, mini they're, horses. They're like right? they're mini horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where those came from. If those were man-made or not, uh, but yeah, dude, ponies they, um, too nice. Did they actually? So growing up, I grew up again in like the middle of nowhere, uh-huh. and there was a neighbor I had who had those miniature horses. And and they ju- they're just ti- they're like adorable little horses. It's ne- like when they yeah. say miniature horses, they're like, yeah, it's a tiny little pony, man. Like most uh, most iconic miniature horse moment in the world was in Sherlock Holmes too, where they're all riding on horseback, and then <laughs> it's just it's like a three second delay, and he Sherlock Holmes crossing him out with this little bastard of a horse, <laughs> and he's his little legs are going. Dick, 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 dick. Hilarious, just iconic. You know, putting up, putting that animal on. I didn't know anything about that until that movie. Yeah. Hey, Joe, you mentioned that you're from a small, small town, all right? Around, around New York, right? Yep. From New York, so you're, you're a Jets fan, okay? I am. He is a Jets fan, guys. I can't oh. deny it any longer. That's true. I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh, yeah, that's that's even worse. It's probably better for you than it is for me, honestly. Uh, the Jets are. Yeah, I don't know. We're both not from a quarterback we're, situation. We're both oh, division yeah, feeder, bottom feeders. So oh, sure. well, no, no, hey, no, 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 no. This is our year. <laughs> this is we're going to be either we're going to be second or third. We're going to make sure New England is fourth. Ooh. They have nothing. Oh, I mean, I hope. If y'all combine forces. They I mean, haven't I even decided on an offensive coordinator yet. They said they're just running around with, without place. Gonna, who is who is it? The um. Who's the, it's between there's like a it's a toss up between the old guy who was at the Gi- uh, the Giants what's his name Oh Joe Judge is not going to call oh, offensive plays for oh, who Matt Patricia Are we talking the Patriots Yes, yes. it's I would Yikes. love if, if Matt Patricia is the offensive coordinator uh-huh. I will put down a hundred dollars that the Jets will beat them whatever week it is now wow. mind Fair. you if you bring that up again to me whatever week it is I'll say I didn't say that Yeah yeah But like right I now like I said that I'm confidently saying that I like that's, that That's yeah. true that's true Good thing we're recorded so Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we're going to go back on that shit Think about that part of it but yeah you know yeah. Yeah, no, not not to like sway away from this year but you know take a little trip down memory lane oh, I think uh, one of the worst plays one of the worst games oh, yep. of yep. all time was the Mark yep. Sanchez butt fumble Ladies and gentlemen, not only did he run into the back of his it is thick lineman's ass, the ball came out. out. And he <laughs> And they returned it for six. He flailed so pathetically. <laughs> Can I tell you that it was to have something in the not top ten get retired because it said nothing will ever beat it. Beat it. 
So that's like when I told you, mm. like my fantasy football team name every year is Team Buttphone because I know the Jets jokes are coming. Mm-hmm. I'm beating them. I, I'm, I'm getting out in front of them, you know. But no, that was that was a really tough time because that was like okay, that was like 2010 or 11, maybe 12. Yeah, yeah. I was either in high school or like in a freshman in college. Yeah, and like so, I grew up again around a lot of Bills fans. So it was like, and mind you, I had my fun. Like I had my go at all the Bills fans for like a good 10, 12 years. It yeah. was great. I was such a jerk to everyone. And then I am seeing that karma come back onto <laughs> me this way. So like I have to own it. Like I have to be like, yeah, that's the worst thing I've ever seen. I saw it every day on SportsCenter for like a year. I've, I've been watching football since 2005. My team's never been on top. So. Yeah. Oh, dude, that's like, that's like a... <laughs> <laughs> Mark Sanchez is the best quarterback I've ever seen for the Jets. I mean, I love Vinny Testaverde, but I was like six, dude. I can't really yeah. that. I'm just glad it was the lineman and not the running back, because if you would have hit him from the front, what the hell would they have called that I play? You know, know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, to be fair, it is a great, like, when you think of the butt fumble, you're like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah it, was pretty, it was pretty, like, comedic genius, you know? Like, it... Life works that way sometimes. And you gotta you, gotta, you gotta at least appreciate Mark Sanchez, though. I do. He got I do the AFC right? championship game. If I had known what I know now, back in like when I was like you know eighteen, I'd be like, hey, just run the ball, man. You're it's okay. okay. It's okay to run the ball. He you know? was yeah. he was your best quarterback you've had in a long time. I mean, like we had Chad Pennington for a little while. Do not. Ryan, that good? Pa- Ryan Fitzpatrick had a great year for the Jets. Christian he, he did okay. Oh, don't, dude. Christian, Christian Hackenberg, man, that was such a. And I feel bad for the guy because, like, I've, like, yeah. talked down on him my whole time I've known him. I, again, I know him. Like, he's been on the Jets. But, like, it's just it's unfair, man. Also, if you get drafted to the Jets, you're starting three feet behind everyone else. Yeah. You know, like, you're not in the front of the pack. So so what's your take on Wilson, then? You think you I, think there's some chances? This there? is, I think so. Yeah. I think this is his year to find out if he if, – if there's any year – for him to succeed, I think it's this one, or at least for him to improve. I mean, Elijah Moore is a great wide receiver. Corey Davis, I think, is six foot three, six four. I think he's a great wide receiver. I think that last year our offensive line was injured. We've gotten a lot better in the offensive line. I think if we don't succeed or at least improve this year, you could blame on Zach Wilson. Sure, sure. But also, like, he's you know his second year. It's tough to jump into that, especially like. I know you were still like two years removed from Adam Gase. That's like yeah, that was that's huh. it's probably still stinks of Adam Gase in there. You know, like it's, you gotta give him some time. There. Yeah, and we're like three or four years removed from oh, that dude, psychopath. Isn't that, so cra- <laughs> isn't that so crazy that the Jets are like, oh yeah, he did really well with the Dolphins. What? Like he didn't, and then the no. Jets are like, you know what, we're gonna no. Hire him. It was all about Peyton Manning and the Broncos, dude, okay. and he was his offensive coordinator. I will tell you that like after that for two years, I I have a vendetta against Peyton Manning. No, he's like, oh wow. yeah, dude. I, no, him and his like big that. forehead. They I don't like him. Like no, no, no. no. I mean, I can't like that. him and his big forehead. That's <laughs> yeah. me. That's me being like a salty Jets fan. I, <laughs> I love that. Runway clogged. Yeah. He's Peyton Manning's forehead. Yeah. <laughs> I swear to God, man. No, I, I really do like Peyton. No. But that he did not do me any favors with that. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. You talked about the draft uh-huh. and people getting drafted by the Jets. Yeah. Uh, you know, being three steps behind. Yes. Who are you more excited about, Sauce or Garrett Wilson? <sighs> Dude, uh, can I say this as like a not a football fan? Someone who's the first name or nickname is Sauce Gardner, like Sauce. Yeah. Sign me up. That that. that that's like I'm sold on that. Yeah, I agree. God, like yes. that. Okay, but like Garrett Wilson was a big pick. Also, dude, when we got that third, um, oh sweat. my god, sweat, sweat. No, 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 no. John, Excuse me, Jermaine Johnson. Jermaine Johnson. So that when we can get sneak up there for that, and also Brees Hall, man. I think I'm more excited. So again, I think Sauce Gardner is gonna be a great cornerback. I think we really need that. 
our defense was suspect yeah, last year yeah. at best. Um, obviously, our offense sucked, but I think we've kind of put some pieces around that with our offensive line. I think we're getting a little better with that. But I'm most excited for Brees Hall, the guy we got okay. in the second round. Um, he's, I think he's out of Iowa State. Uh, but they, I mean, he's deemed as like a really, the running back, the right? running back. Yeah, and yeah. So I, I know we got a little slack for picking him up so early, but I mean, and mind you, this is like how much of a hypocrite I am. Like I'm always like, you should never pay a running back. You should never draft a running back. It's stupid. Like you're wasting money. Le'Veon Bell. Oh, okay. <laughs> Bel- believe me, dude, that one still haunts me. It haunts Le'Veon you, I Bell. Oh. But you know, hey, but you know, I'll, I'll, I'll gladly eat my words if Brees Hall does well. Yeah. You know? But then again, like, this is the fun part of being a Jets fan. This is this time of the year. I'm so optimistic. No one can tell me anything. We're going to win the Super Bowl. Then week one happens. And it's yeah. like a humble pie right in my front doorstep. <laughs> you know? I'm like, oh, yeah, that's why. Okay, yeah, that's right. Amen. Steaming have, hot humble pie. Yeah, served by Lamar Jackson week one this year. So we're excited for that. Yeah, that's I, right. I, I honestly right. think that Ryan Fitzpatrick was the Dolphins' most exciting quarterback Dude, he, in my lifetime, he too. Most, <laughs> he literally yeah. is the most exciting quarterback I've gotten to watch. Like, yeah. He screams. And, dude, hey, you have to love the Fitz magic, man. Like, he's just yeah. – did you see him it's like this past year in the Buffalo in the playoffs? He no. went up to the game and was just ripping his shirt off. With his he was having a beard, blast. Dude. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, Buffalo Bills fans do have fun, though. That's one thing I feel they like do. a little bit like FOMO or envious of. It's just Ar- sure. Arguably the best tailgate in America Dude, in the nuts. NFL. I had to stop going to games when I was like 15, 16. Because like, you know, I was a Jets fan, right? So, oh. dude, once you like look old enough, you're getting beer dumped on you. They're calling oh, you. Yeah. Sounds like a Philadelphia oh, Eagles oh, game, Oh, dude, it's baby. not like, yeah. I mean, but mind you, like, there's people in Buffalo are really, really good people. Like, yeah. uh, it's I root for them, like, kind of like underneath my, you know, underneath my breath. But, you know, the people of Buffalo are, like, hard work and blue-collar, like, just yeah, really yeah. genuine. Like, if you were ever – if you were driving anywhere outside of Buffalo and your car breaks down, you have a flat tire, you will have a line of people trying to help you put it on there. That's what's and up. And they'll probably give you, like, the best spots to get chicken wings. Oh, you like beef on whack? You know, it's just – dude, it's, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> is that a Buffalo thing? Yeah, beef on whack, man. What is that? What the hell is so that? So it's pretty much like – okay, God. Um, it's just like – it's on a Kimwick bun. So it's like a salted Kimwick bun. It's pretty much like um, – Beef au jus dipped. Oh, like a French dip? Almost? French dip. Pretty much like a French dip, but it's yeah. like, it's good. Yeah. Another big thing up there is, you ever heard of a garbage plate? I have heard uh, of that, but dude, I don't know what it is, dude, but I have heard of it. It looks disgusting, but I will live and die by a garbage plate. Is it plate. fries with chili? What is a garbage plate? So it, yeah. it was pretty much, the origin of it came in Rochester, New York, and pretty much it's just like, do you know like if you ever get like wings from a pizzeria, how they come in the, the, the wing container. Yes. So that is just what's what you get. You get two sides. So I would do mac salad and french fries or home fries, you know, whatever you call Okay. Mm-hmm. And they do two cheeseburgers over it with like a meat chili sauce, yeah. ketchup, mustard, oh. onions. It, it, mind you, it was made for people at 2 a.m. It's not. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's, you're like, say. oh, I'm going to have a garbage plate for lunch. It's like, you monster. Yeah, for <laughs> lunch, that's, that. a, that's no. a heavy set meal like, for the rest of your day. It's not worth it. Like it's, But like, mind you, like 2 a.m., there's no better idea you're like that. So that's that's hilarious. hilarious. Never yeah. trust a guy who gets a monster no, <laughs> well, dude, for so lunch. It's crazy. Garbage pail. And it's just full of energy. It's like, what substances? are you taking there's no this is not <laughs> oh, physically possible dude, I'll, I'll give you one more disgusting story so there was a spot like where i went to college sure it was called joe's hots and they used to do garbage plates it was like you know, a hot dog hamburger place that would do the garbage plates and they had a challenge that you could do two plates so it's pretty much you get double the size so if you did two ma- you got two max out it, it mean it couldn't fit into this container right and you had 15 minutes to eat it. So you get four cheeseburgers, all this stuff. I mean, it's, it's a, like, it would take yeah. me four meals to eat it now as, like, a, as a responsible adult, you know. 
Don't but, lie. Oh, dude. <laughs> I mean, like, I'll pick up a little bit more. But I watched the guy one time. So the record was, like, you, know, you had to beat in 15 minutes. So my buddy, this is, like, when he's, like, playing college football. He's going to go. He's going to do this. He's going to eat this two plates. At the same time, he was almost finished. A guy came in on his lunch break working construction across the street. Finished it in three and a half minutes. Get the fuck and out they, of here. And they, they said he eats it with a ladle. So he would just eat it because you got it for free. Oh so God. he would get his lunch free every day there until they're like, hey, man. We Bring your own ladle. We can't let you do this anymore. <laughs> BYOL. <laughs> yeah, right. And it was just like, what, you know, you're like, you ever been like eating? Like, especially like when I was like 21, there's nothing that would be like, to really be like, oh, I'm not going to eat that. Yeah. And I was like, I watched a man. Like spoon, like you know, Dude, he, his tongue ladle. game must be unreal. Dude, I mean, no, how do you get that out of the bottom I of a ladle? You know, because no, it, like, it's got to be a continuous motion. He is literally breathing through his nose I feel while like, he's just yeah, the term yeah. shoveling, like just like hoovering, like you just there's hoovering. no way I can't like. If you're like, yeah, you got three minutes to eat something, I'd be like, all right, that's pretty quick. I don't think I want to do that. And then you're like, oh, it's <laughs> seven cheeseburgers. You're like, no, I'm sad, man. I'm so good. That's at that. insane couple more for you. Mm-hmm. We have a ranking. Okay. We want to hear your, you know, how you would rank these. Okay. Peanut butter and jelly. Yep. French fries and ketchup. Okay. A bagel and cream cheese. Okay. Ooh. So I would say... Okay. So I would assume that PB&J would be number one, but I'm going to say French fries and ketchup number one. That's my take. I say PB&J. Yeah. Number two. I think because, like, dude, everyone loves PB&J. Yeah, it's classic. And Strom- th- a little stra- uh, uh, bagel and cream cheese. Ba- oh, but mind you, I love a good bagel and cream cheese, too. But I would say, like, for, like, relativity towards my life, sure. I would say French fries ketchup. Okay. That's a but, song. like, don't get me wrong. I don't think there's, like, it's 1A, 1, er, 1A 1B, 1C. Those are, like, so. some yeah. top combos. Yeah, know? those are some top combos. Well, what would be your favorite, Florian, out of uh, all those? I'm going nostalgia. I've had a lot of peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in my day. Like, yeah. What's favorite jelly? Um, I, I think grape is is grape, probably you know, you it. You get the conquest. Uh, grape. Yeah. I gotta go strawberry. Yeah, no, nah, strawberry. You know, to be honest, I'm not a big strawberry mm. flavor guy for almost anything. Oh, I don't. Dude. I don't mm. fuck with that really. Like strawberry soda is disgusting. I oh, think that is well, true. Like, facts, facts. That's you know? like artificial. Like um, it's not candy real. though. Either. Um, I agree but, with that. But what else would be strawberry if it's not soda or candy, right? It's like the typical, it's like oh, the, the I mean, typical suspects. Strawberry shortcake. So okay, so I'm a little bit partial to that because like okay, so my mom growing up, my parents were both teachers. So when like in the summertime, my mom had this giant garden. So we grew up in, like middle of nowhere. Sure. But around a bunch of Mennonites, that's where I'm from. Okay. And so my mom had like this big strawberry, like acres of strawberries. So she makes her own strawberry jam. Mm. And it is like, it's a hot commodity down here. When I go visit, or my parents come visit, like you'll see people be a little bit nicer to me around the brewery. It's like, did your mom bring, yeah, bring the jam? Bring <laughs> jam? Yeah. You know, and like, and yeah, so it's like, yeah, it. yeah, but like. Yeah, it's I, well, so that's good. I mean, honestly, homemade is always better. It's always and better. that's fresh from the farm. Yeah, fresh harvest. Yeah, that, that's sure. good shit. So peanut butter and jelly, probably fries and ketchup. Yeah, that's just classic. And I do Can't love uh, cream cheese and bagel for sure. But mm. like out of like, yeah, how many times? What do I eat the most? It's PB and J, then fries and ketchup, and then. Uh, Bagel and cream cheese. Yeah, I'll never turn on a good bagel though. That's yeah. for sure. Either one I would eat any time of the day. Just yeah. saying. So Yeah. But hey, Joe, love having you on, man. Free range. Got got some great beers. You know, everything we've tried so far has been amazing. But before we get out of here, would you do the pleasure and tell the fans what we're drinking on, Florian? I'm you sorry. Gotcha. You have to lose your job. Yeah. Once again. So I Yeah. 
I'll try to do it as well as you could. Um, okay. But okay. So <laughs> first of all, we start. Big shoes to fill. Big sh- hey, listen, <laughs> I'm going to try my best. So we start with the cream of the crop. So this is a cream ale. So pretty much, a cream ale is a little bit of a different style of beer. It's kind of hard to ex- ex- describe to somebody. So pretty much, it's a lager styled ale for the most part. Okay. So just think of a light, easy. Sometimes people say blonde lager. I don't really go towards that so much, but it's a good way to describe it. Someone I can see kind of why it. somebody but would like, say that. Dude, so I say this is like a lawn mowing beer. Like it's just a classic. It's mm-hmm. crisp. I love it. Dude, it's, it's good. I, it's, it's, it's so like no matter what, even if I'm just casually drinking the weekends, this is a nice in-between beer no matter what. If I'm trying to figure out what I want to drink, I love the cream ale. And that's like, so that's one of our staples. It's one of our best sellers. Okay. It does a really good job with that. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we, I deliver a lot of that to a certain, a lot of different places. So that one's really cool. Now the next one's a little more funky. So that was the Sumac Tonic. So that is our Gruet. Oh, that was so good. So yeah, because it has I that it has that, that bright fluorescent color of it. So almost has like citrus notes to it. So we use sumac, which is like uh, it's native to this area. Um, when it's brewed with that, kind of brings out a citrus for, like forward flavor. Sure. And again, no hops are brewed with this. So it's got a lot of tart citrus and almost it's very light, but it's very yeah. much like a summer beer, man. That, that's I mean, crazy. I no it. hops. Yeah. I like it was smooth and it was yeah citrusy, like you were saying. Yeah. Would you yeah? Do, what'd you guys think of that one? I like that. It's very yeah. smooth. I do agree. Yeah. It's something that I could sit at the pool. Uh, it's and drink. if it's above eighty-five, give me that beer all day. You yeah. Know? yeah. It's it. almost like a sour. To me, it, it has it has tart traits to it for sure, and it, it, you could you could definitely describe it towards that. I would agree. Okay. Yeah. And then very go good. Ahead, man. What were you saying? Oh, I was gonna say so. Like it definitely has some sour notes to it. Now, what was the other one I had? Where oh, um, that what's what was that called? Mm-hmm. Oh, the the uh, all we need is love. Yes. Oh yeah. Don't so worry. that was a very sour beer. That one. So that one. Okay, we'll jump to that one next because that one's one of my favorite beers. So yeah. I was saying. I earlier, haven't gotten there yet. I'm excited. Oh, dude. Yeah. I, so that one. Okay. So when we use Duke's Bread, so I'll shout out um, them. They so we use like kind of like their starter kit or like like the mother for their their sourdough bread. So with the fermentation process through that, we have to use a separate tank for it. it you know, because it's, it's a sour beer, so it has different. You wouldn't want to reuse that tank after that. So we have that set for that purpose. But this one, it has almost lemon tints to it. It comes out yep. tart. We add a little bit of sea salt in there, so it's got somewhat like a mm. Goza vibe on there. But it's light, it's tart, but it's not overwhelmingly on the either side. So it's full flavor. Uh, this has been one of my favorite beers we've had at Free Range for the four years I've been here. Like, I love it. Which one? What's the name of this one again? All We Need Is Love. All We Need Is Love, and that's mm. a sourdough Yeah, one. so, and there's that different... And there's different something um, different. So we'll do different like styles of this beer. So we like we need each other. Like the the play on words there is mm-hmm. need, like kneading dough. Need. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So like I mean, you could probably think of like six different names of the beers. So, like yes, those have been all the names of the beer. But it's dude, it's it's a fun style. People love it, and we have to keep it on rotation because it's you know it's it's one of those yeah. beers that people really look forward to. And I, I agree. I think it's great. For sure. You, you guys got that in cans over there? Not in cans. Oh. Yeah, we're, we're working on don't, Hey, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> especially as our sales rep, I'm, I'm pushing for that one. Okay. Man. That one, because that one, I mean, you can get in the crawler. It's a great deal. 32 mm. ounces. It's just a commitment. All the crawlers are commitments, you know? Like, you open it, you got to drink yeah, it. Yeah, yeah what do you think? Thing. Like, a little lemon citrus to it, There's a little tart. It, and it's not, like, I don't like sours that are right. puckery, like, like overbearing, like I'm eating a warhead. Yeah, these 100%. two do. Yeah. Right. There's but nothing wrong with that, th- man. Th- yeah, and there's nothing wrong, but th- this is th- these this one right here and this one have been Yeah. Oh, so okay, that's perfect. I'll lead to it. Thank you for leading me right into that one. Okay. So the other one we have is a therapy session. So yeah. therapy session, we started cre- we brewed that in 2020 for the first time, kind of at the beginning of COVID. 
kind of like with the idea of like sure things are really hectic right now you <laughs> yeah. know like it's a little crazy we could all use a little relaxation or maybe a therapy, therapy session, session. Oh. Yeah. so this one's real fun because it's just a, it's a hazy ipa yep lower abv mm -hmm. it's easy to drink it's got some tropical citrus notes to it mm -hmm. it's not overwhelming but the hops presence is there yeah i think it's probably the most well-rounded beer that we make i love it um again if you're into ipas this is like it's it's it meets out all the standards for it i think i think it's fairly easy on the hop scale it's like mid-tier on the yeah, hop it's, scale it's yeah. not overbearing because well, yeah. i mean a lot of times too especially like if you're looking for if someone's looking for more of like a west coast ipa mm -hmm. you can they're gonna look for that they could find something different but this still i still think that it it, it has the hot value that you could really enjoy it's hazy cloudy but also again it's not overwhelming in any way. Yeah. And I, that's what I love about it. And I think IPAs are one of those beers where it's a little hard to get into, especially if you're not an 100%. avid beer drinker, right? So, like, and me, well, me and Daniel definitely like sours a lot. I would say, like, it's probably our favorite style of beer, right? I'm not, I'm, like, the least IPA guy here. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I always like to, um, you know, when we're talking about IPAs, if people listening right that are not necessarily into it but yep. they go to breweries or they want to get into it like i kind of want to on like the scale you know like um kind of showcase where that beer that we're having sits and i would say that's like um maybe like a five i think it's like right in the middle right you know so, like yeah, it's, it's very easy to drink yeah very easy to drink and so yeah. that's like a lot of times hazy ipas are introduction to ipas oh yeah, yeah. Because oh like, yeah especially in the craft beer world which don't get wrong like i do love a west coast ipa like a traditional like centennial cascade like those like more sure. like the stronger the hoppier dank, the dank yeah. is the terms yeah. they use dank for hops dank. i mean the, yeah it's just so funny right you're like dank you it's know? like a day like, hell yeah <laughs> 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 but no, so I think a lot of these styles of beers, because you know when you think of like when I remember being like the first time I tried an IPA when I was like 21, because I've worked at like craft breweries. Um, again, like I said, I was like a bush heavy guy, like yeah, cheap vodka, like nothing. I was you know a degenerate, but in a fun way. Burnett's baby. Oh, Burnett's, yeah. Oh. oh no 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 no, that's even too much for me at this yeah. point. But like when I first started drinking IPAs, I was like, there's no way anyone actually likes this. You don't like eating pine cones, you know. There's no way they're lying. And then you, it's like. I always kind of attribute to like red wine. Someone's like a big red wine drinker. The more you drink, the more your taste evolves for it. Yes. You kind of have like a, a more of a you know developed taste for it. Or so like I think a lot of that's for IPAs. The scotch. Great analogy. Scotch. Yeah. Scotch. scotch one, man. Oh, I just don't have. Oh. Eventually, you know, like I think it's one of those things again. Like you just drink it more en enough. Or maybe you do some cocktails or something like that. Yeah. And then you just, it eases your way in there. Yeah. Well, because, you know, the introduction to hops or like IPAs can be kind of harsh initially, especially if someone's like, who's just used to drinking domestics. Like, yeah. and again, nothing wrong with that at all. You like what you like. If you're used to drinking a Coors Light and you jump to like, you know, the West Coast IPA, you're going to be like, this is not what I want. And understandably, but like this kind of gives an introduction that gives you kind of the hop aroma and flavors that are pleasing to a lot of people who might not be looking for that like bitter dank sure on there so this is yeah. more sure. fruit aroma so it's a lot more i feel like ipas are like blue cheese right like the strong ass cheese oh, you know that's a great way and, like, and people are yeah. like either like i love blue cheese and i'll fight you for it or like get <laughs> yeah. that away from me you <laughs> yeah. know? that's right me and dan exactly. are the blue cheese on a nice steak. oh yes oh, on dude. a steak okay well, okay so let me bring this back to buffalo a little bit what do you dip your wings in Blue cheese, oh, blue cheese, all blue day. cheese all day and yeah. every day. I'm places. a ranch boy. Oh over no, here. we yeah. almost had it, dude. Yep. I said like the ranch all the way. Talk about a round table. I like the know. thick and creamy homestyle ranch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, again, I'm not, I'm not gonna be the person to like ever like 
talk bad about ranch. It's got so many uses. It's so versatile. Yeah, you it know? does. I personally like, think it's better with fries or pizza than in his you're wings. You're damn 100%, right it is. 100%. Yeah. So for wings, do you, I mean, like, I don't know, man. I just love blue cheese. Like, that's, yeah. like, one of those things, like, you, if you gave me, like, a plate of celery and blue cheese, I'd be like, yeah, I'm content for a while. I'd be sad. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. It wouldn't be a problem. Uh, for me. me, it's, like, very few things go on a steak because a steak, when prepared well, oh. doesn't need anything, right? right? Just some seasoning, salt and pepper. Mm-hmm. But blue cheese S&P. belongs on that. Oh, yeah. It, it, that talking about peanut butter and jelly or french fries and ketchup, I don't know. That's probably controversial. And pr- a lot of people probably don't agree with that, but I fucking think but yeah. If you know, it's you so know, good. though. That combo. Black and blue? Mm. I love it. Oh, dude, there's... Mm. There, that's mm. oh, and if you get some mushrooms down there too, like I'm like yeah. I'm a I'm the, the trimmings kind of guy for steaks yeah. too. Like I can get on board with it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. I'm hungry. I'm getting hungry. Right. Joe, before we let you get out of here, uh-huh. I think you and I briefly spoke about it. First, want to give a shout out to my buddy Riley who actually proposed this idea to shout us. out Riley. Appreciate shout out you, Riley. Riley. Um, we want to, you know, we've talked about doing a fantasy football league. Oh yeah. With multiple people from respective breweries in charlotte want to see is that something you know you'd be interested because right now the invite is extended all we need is a little bit of an rsvp i'm gonna be honest with you there's nothing more that i want than to be in this fantasy football league <laughs> 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 I, I mean, dude, I, I can, number okay. one booked <laughs> i want it like it's almost like a, a problematic thing for me do you know how many, i've done like probably 30 fantasy mock drafts already Already, oh, him and I, shit. Him, him and I do those, oh, but we haven't started. Yeah, we usually like, start June it's a, I mean, about this time. I don't know? like, yeah, I don't like really like to talk about it because almost like, it's not that, again, I tell you, like I'm the person I'll send out trades probably three times a week. Yeah, Holy I'm a shark. But if, if you, uh, if you have seven to ten minutes in your board, fantasy oh, mock draft dude, all day, baby. And you can and you can. I mean, do you do draft wizard? Uh, no. I actually do fantasy football calculator. Draft oh, wizard. Try that yeah, one fantasy out. football calculator. So draft wizard, you can yeah. you can obviously you can do like all like the <laughs> sorry, I said awful podcast right here. I'm talking about like, oh you can do this fantasy football. Yeah, yeah. But dude, I'm telling you, you just fly through it. You can even do it so it simulates all the other picks. Oh, you yeah. can fly through like oh when I was in the preschool, if I would like, they'd be like, you need a bathroom break? And I'd be like, yeah. And I would just <laughs> run to the bathroom, and I would just get through about three or four fantasy drafts, like, which is probably sounds like a problem. But like at that point, you know, I'm like, I love football, so that's what I'm going with. Yeah. Not a problem for us, I can tell you that. No, dude, not at all. I mean, yeah, no, but I would, hmm. to answer your question, yeah, I'm, I'm 100% committed to that. Um, I, you know, I'm, I'll give it up my all. Coach, I'll do anything you ask me to do. Just put me Let's in. Coach. Just put me in. Yeah. I'm, I'm, if you are a shark in terms of trades, I can't wait to see what you propose oh, to him dude. or what he counters with. Because this guy. Oh. I love it. This guy he's will try to. I mean, he's fleeced me way too many times oh, that man, I don't man, even. Man. I don't even look at him Can anymore. I, okay, I so just deny. Let me tell you. There's one thing. So there's a guy. So he was our. He was our commissioner at the free range last year. Phil. Phil's a great guy, and Phil's probably a little bit older than I am. Probably like 41, 42. And yeah, for every now and then, if I would just like be at l- like if I was just up at night, because he like he's like an old guy, he would like fall asleep by like nine. He's got a kid now, like so he's yeah. like up and like up at like six a.m. Sure, in bed by like nine thirty, right? <laughs> Sounds like me. So every now and yeah. then, if I was just like bored at night, I would just send him a ridiculous trade. And like I mean like just just I would be like here's Miles Sanders give me Patrick Mahomes or like you know I'd send him like a couple different things yeah and like, like a awful. Hi- hidden devil emoji in oh there yeah somewhere. and yeah. I would wake up to a text I would, I would wake up and I would look at my phone he would text me like six three be like are you kidding me you want to send me Allen Robinson the one who ruined my t-? you know and he would get onto it and I literally had no intentions of only just riling him up and it was 
It's a little bit like, again, it's a toxic trait of mine, but I'm all for fancy football doing that. Yeah. Don't yeah. lie. Don't lie. The strategy behind that is that he, you're hoping he opens it and accepts it half asleep in the oh, middle yeah. of the night oh, and yeah. then regrets it in the morning. <laughs> oh, I love that. What did I oh, do? Was, oh, so yeah. let me tell you. I, so the beginning of the uh, fancy last year, I had the fleece of the year. So I had Brandon Iwick, the wide receiver for 49ers, uh-huh. and Corey Davis. So this is before they had like really known the Jets were going to suck yet. I traded both those players for Cooper Cup. Oh, my, oh my God. 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 But so, in that person's defense, Ayuk was getting picked around where Cup was, was getting picked He was. Last and so year. I just he knew was. that Matt Stafford, I was like, I might I say I knew. I took a really oh yeah. good guess. That's my squad. You know? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, dude, believe me. He dude. won me the league, too. They better keep Aaron, Aaron Donald around, man. Yeah. They got to pay him. 100%. But, 100%. Yeah, yeah. So that I, I, I got... I trade away Brandon Ayuk, who I think he's injured for most of the year a little bit, and Corey Davis didn't have much of a run, and I got Cooper Cup for that. So my two wide receivers were Devontae Adams and Cooper Cup. Oh my God, that's ridiculous. It's illegal. I think it's illegal to do that. At least but forty-eight like, of the fifty states. Yes. I would say so. Yeah, I yeah. would even. Yeah, it's probably free <laughs> rain in South Carolina, but yeah, yeah up I, here, I, yeah, you're good. I was gonna say, I was gonna say, like maybe in Texas, that's like oh, the only yeah. place where bring it on. Bring it on. <laughs> Yeah. Um, Dan, are you going to share them the, the time you fleeced me? I, I mean, oh, I love these stories. It was honestly disrespectful. They're my favorite. So I was in a league with people. I told you I played. At M- uh, I worked at MLB, um, mm-hmm. and we were in a fantasy league, and Florian was in it. And this was the year, I think, Kareem Hunt's. Yeah, his incident. <gasps> no, no, oh. no, 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 no. Or, yes, it was. Yeah, it was. So it was Kareem Hunt's incident, but he was going off to, like, week 10. Florian was in second place. I told you I was in probably close to dead last. So I sent Florian a trade. It had Julian Edelman, like Des Bryant, and one other player, and Florian accepted it. Everybody in the league was like, is this guy fucking stupid? Like, are you kidding? So I needed wide receivers. I did need wide receivers. And then Des Bryant tore his Achilles Achilles the following day. The next day. This is Des Bryant's year. He's going to come back. Because I was was banking on my quarterback because I I tend to go pretty high with quarterback. I mean, if it's Mahomes, I'll get him in the second round, and I don't even think twice about it. And then, and then I load up on running backs. That's my strategy. Oh, see, I'll do – if you can get a top two running back, you take them first. If yeah. not, you bulk up oh. a wide receiver or a tight end too, man. So, yeah. so well, actually, no, fair. Then I did third. So this last year, I think I was like the second pick, if I'm not – like either, I was either at the very beginning or mm-hmm. on the very end, right? It depends on so where the, you are. 100%. So the snake, yeah. you know, the, the snake action thing. And so I think I, I did Elliot, and then I got Austin Eckler, oh. and then it, and then it came to the third round, and then I got Mahomes. I, I didn't even think twice that's, about it. That, no, you have to. It's, so that's like it's like one of those things. It's like depending on their positions, like Travis Kelsey, George yep. Kittle, like yep. those are like the two guys you're like you yeah. want to get after. Yeah. Uh, for quarterbacks, it's like I got Josh Allen last year, and that was phenomenal, man. If you can get a really good quarterback, you have to take it. It's a like, what pick? Uh, I think I got. So, oh, dude. So get this. This was really screwy last year. So we had 16 teams sure. in this fantasy league. Six teams. So and we did a super <laughs> flex, which I I was open to it because I've never done it before. But super flex was pretty much like you have your flex position, which can be any offensive player. Mm. So you could have two quarterbacks. Mm. So so everybody's putting a quarterback in there then, right? No, yeah. dude. I start. So I would I think I was like the seventh pick. I took Josh Allen first, and uh, then after that, and I had. And I took um, uh, Herbert, Justin Herbert, with my second pick. Then after that, I could tell people in the draft were like starting to be like, what? Oh, 
He's taking quarterbacks. Oh, so everyone's got to take quarterbacks. And so Gio was just flying down there. Like Baker Mayfield went with like in the second, third round. Oh my God. Oh, so fucking like, ass. I think, and I, I think I actually, dude, my team, mind you, like, I talk a big game like I'm really good at fantasy football. I any money league I've ever been in, I've never even made the playoffs. Like I, but I'm I'm committed. You know, yeah, like yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm in there. I'll give it my all. Yeah, you got no doubt you know, about it. It's for the passion. Shoot your okay. shot. Yeah, it's yeah. passion. You know, it's just uh, for the love of the game, if you will. Yeah. You know, it's for the love of the game. Grind they, don't stop. You they, know? Yeah, Joe. Glad you accept. We're gonna backtrack. We're gonna invite our past guests to be for in the sure. league. You know, as we approach summer, towards the start of the season, we're going to invite every guest we have on. And we should have a couple spots left. Ooh. Guys, so if you want to come to one of our things, you know, put your name in the pot. We're going to draw at the end of the year in August. Not end of the year. Start of the football year in August. And uh, we're going to get the full lead together. Probably about 12 to 14 teams. And uh, For it's going to sure, be an dude. awesome league. And yeah. I'm excited. Dude, can I I'm just excited. give you guys a compliment for a little bit? Sure. So this has awesome. been so cool, by the way. Like, Hell yeah. Also, yeah. Thank know, you. If anyone's listening who's never met you, like, you are all, I will I will vouch for all of you. You are really cool dudes. It's been a lot of fun. Like, also, and, like, I know, you think you want to get on this fantasy football thing. Like, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I yeah. mind you, I am liable to make in like season bets with anyone. I'm a degenerate in that aspect. You in and like are fun be way. Oh yeah, yeah, dude. I'd be like, yeah, if you do that, I'll give you like a case of free range beer. Like, yeah. Okay. Just kidding, oh, boss, the the um, <laughs> the catch is, I you need to post. We need to have some sort of chat available because I need to see these trade oh, offers, dude, yeah. these absurd proposals we'll you're giving on, like, each a other. Slack what if we made a rule? You have to make at least one trade a week. A- everyone. Or you lose your match. Yeah. A- just them two or everyone. Anyone. Everyone. Oh, that would oh, be wow. kind of sick. Dude, That'd no. be awesome. Oh yeah, I would just be like. I would just pick yeah. up like oh that's uh, I made a living off of like picking up running backs that were the backups to injured running backs last year and then they miraculously <laughs> got hurt and you were who like, is it yeah, yeah. I am Dude. the smartest fucking guy uh, in this room <laughs> who is who is the one who's the running back um the backup for Panthers last year oh what was uh, his name Mike uh, or no uh, Chuba 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 yeah. Hubbard yeah uh, Chuba so Hubbard. I Chuba the, I picked him like up a candy like, bar. I picked him up. There was one moment like where I woke up in the middle of the night and I was just checking fit. like you know when you wake up in the middle of the night and I was, like and it being able to pick him up and then. I like I was such like me again like this is like such a degenerate move but I found out who had Christian McCaffrey on their fantasy team I was like I'll I'll trade you this guy who I just picked up off the waiver <laughs> hmm. for uh, a starting wide receiver and they're like yeah I'll take him do and it now like, dude it's like are the deal I was like this is how it works like Hell okay yeah. capitalism wow. we're here you know like but yeah <laughs> yeah that is that's something Leasing. else but I like it so it's gonna be competitive is yeah, all I'm no, here I'm all right in here it's yeah. gonna be competitive this is very excited. Uh, yeah, I'm very excited. Uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm. I'm excited for the opportunity to uh, get a chance to be in the. Uh, for sure, Joe, you booked your ticket. Hey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you guys so much having you real. on. We really appreciate it. Like I said, episode's gonna be posted Friday. Uh, so dude, make um, sure you uh, make sure you give it a listen or let the brewery listen, okay. and uh, you get to hear that voice that you think is annoying. Oh, I love it. Hey, shout out <laughs> George and Mindy Tordlon, I mean, my mom and dad. What's up? Thanks, mom. <laughs> Thanks, dad. Oh, Joe, he's such. A He's such a talented young boy. <laughs> <laughs> Beer, podcast, preschools. My son is famous now. He's on a podcast. You know, like <laughs> so I'll just give him a little shout out. For sure, for no, sure. No, d- d- listen, guys, th- I would love to do this again. Come back anytime. Hell yeah. yeah. Thank you for having us. Thanks yeah, for thank exploring you. for your interest with me, man. I really I, appreciate it. All I got to say is we're three for three on good-ass guests. So I love that, man. Appreciate thank you so much. On, Joe, yes. thanks for coming on. We so very much. much appreciate the beers. And, yeah, we'll come back. We'll Dude, do this come, again soon. Come back and hang out, man. We'd love to have you here. We will be back. Bring your friends. We will be back. We will. Right on. Well, ladies cool. and gentlemen, it's been a blast having Joe on. I think it's time to transform 
to a couple football topics that Drewski might have for the boys. Yeah, yeah. What do we got, Drew? Talk to us. So, guys, uh, we are running a little short on time for our full episode. Um, But, uh, yeah, we can run through these real quick, and then uh, we'll get out of here. But, of course, you know, we got to lay a little egg for the football. So, uh, we're going to do a little would you rather. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll limit it to, you know, 10, 15 words. Would you rather here. So, would you rather have in their prime Aaron Donald or Ed Reed? Gosh, and that's it sucks that the Ed Reed is retired and Aaron Donald's still playing. So well, it's no, hard. no, no, no. But he's talking in their prime. I'm doing my best not to yeah, but off how do you the know the Super Bowl. That, but how do you know that Aaron Donald's not in because his prime or done with his prime or whatever you want to say about that? Well, I guess like that's a, a chance you take. There's true. I mean, there's some exceptions. Some have extended t- uh, primes and other players, right? But we have a general idea of what the age yeah, yeah. bracket is of prime. Yeah. All right, I guess it's not Steph Curry here. So um, I'm going to go with uh, Aaron Donald. I think that he he is a beast. He really is a beast. Yeah. So. He's disruptive up front, said at least. Yep. What about you, Florian? Um, in today's NFL, this day and age, Aaron Donald. I mean, I it's just safety is like we talked about it. Where did um, your guy from Notre Dame end up going in the draft? To the Ravens, Ravens. ironically. Yeah, I know, but, but uh, <laughs> what, what round? Oh, first, uh, first, first round. round. 14, 14, 14th pick. Okay. Maybe, maybe if you guys weren't on your phones, no, you would have bl- seen no, what happened. No, I actually <laughs> did see what Boom. happened. Boom, roasted. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I did see what happened, and I think that he is – I think that's the best pick in the entire draft. I think he should have gone way higher. I can't believe it. Well, you guys are going to see what happens. Nakobe at 83 you're gonna is ha- the best pick. You're going to see what it, I, I, I don't know about it's that. It's just where no. I was going with that is that it's not every year. It's hell. As a matter of fact, that the last time was, what did we say, Sean Taylor back back when? Was that 2004? Yeah. Um, that a safety has made in the first round, and it's because well, – Top five picks. Or, or, or top five picks. Okay, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um, but with that being said, it, it's just one of those positions that it's – Maybe it's like the running back of the defense. I don't know. It's just not really um, that important. It's not valued as much, I should say. And, yeah, it can make a difference in a game, but a pass rush, like we saw in the Super Bowl, that wins championships. It literally wins championships. Yeah. So For I me, would go Aaron Donald. I just, I just don't even – can you even give me a comparable player in the NFL right now to Ed Reed? Like no. He, he was a once-in-a-lifetime player. No, yeah. And I'm not saying Aaron Ky- Darnold isn't. Kyle Hamilton, but he, he's in the NFL we'll now, see. so I think yeah, he, but he is. Hasn't, but he hasn't played. Yeah, he hasn't not, played, but I think, I think he's in the NFL, and I think he is. Not even close. In a league, in a league where it's all pass-heavy now, you know, receivers, I'm going to take Ed Reed. And I'm a Rams fan, guys. So yeah, that's, that's Dan, hard. what about you? I'm going Ed Reed. They specifically Oof. told Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, and all of the quarterbacks in Ed Reed's prime, Figure out where 20 is. Figure out where he is. With Aaron Donald, who I love, stud, future Hall of Famer, he's going to be back at the Rams. Sean McVay said something about a uh, contract today. Um, The offensive line will triple-team him. You can't triple-team a safety. You can't. No, but you can throw away from him. Well, you you Mm. No, but to to be totally honest, uh, to be totally honest, Dan, triple-teaming a defensive lineman that's, uh, that's that they sounds do, pretty freaking oh, crazy to me. Well, yeah, yeah. Triple teaming a lineman. I, I you said facts. it. I I didn't. You said it. I didn't. 
fact. Think about it. Triple team in the line, but it happens. You can't triple yeah. team. A, and he's still. That's, that's what you're saying. Like, yeah, he's yeah, still okay. the best defensive player in the league. He's the hell. He was ranked consensus by all of his peers, the number one player in the NFL. That includes quarterbacks. The, these are some great arguments. You'll never win, but we're two for we're split two yep. and, two. And two. Just like how you said, you know, Aaron Donald's on my Rams. Well, Ed Reed is from the U. That's my favorite college. That, that's team. one of your so, boys too. So, so it shows how unbiased we are. We're very uh, yep, we're unbiased. Sports. All right, next, would you rather, if you were the coach right now for the Pittsburgh Steelers, would you rather have Kenny Pickett, first round draft pick, or Mitchell Trubisky, free agent signee? Start for you right now. I'm going to go first on this. I'm going to say Trubisky. You have to go Trubisky. He's going to give you the week one. If he loses, he's not in for the rest of the year. You pass it on to your new uh, what Kenny. What, what's his name? Kyle Pickett. Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett. Skinny Pickett. And uh, and yeah, you and you hope to God that he's the man, and then you don't have to go back and flip flop after that. So you're saying based off one week, literally week one, if Mitchell Trubisky does not perform adequately, you're already going to put in Kenny Pickett. I agree. Yes. Yes. Interesting. Flow. Um, I'm going to say uh, I think Trubisky should get the starting job week one, and I think that if he doesn't – I mean, depends. I, I would say they're going to base it off of his first six games of the season. Six, six games. games. Yeah, six games. What if he shits the bed week one, though? Can you imagine? Yeah, it's like just one shits week. the bed. Can you imagine in training camp he actually it's, shits his it's, bed? It's, and he's it's like, you're going to start. You're going to yeah. start. You shit the bed week one, then you're already like, all right. We might shit the bed so, week two, too. Yeah, no, there's a thing. <laughs> well, I, I mean, okay, but it's week one. You just got done with training camp. Sure. I mean, you know, uh, also because, remember, they changed the rule last year. There's only three preseason games, and then it starts. We have one extra regular season game. So unofficially, true. week one is uh, preseason game number four. And you saw that week one. Hell, you saw how the Packers played against the Saints week one. Wasn't it the Saints? Yeah. It was, right? Yeah, and people were like downplaying. And, and the Aaron, Packers. yeah, and Aaron yeah. Rodgers yeah. had an atrocious game. I mean, it was it was a yeah, shit show. Was. They lost by a ton to the Saints. Yep. So um, I don't I, think we ever see that again. I'm just just to let oh. you know. I think that was a very rare occasion, to the point where I think that maybe some betting was going on, and they were like, maybe we can lose the first game, and then we just go on off the rest of the Florian year. Florian brings up a good point. Uh, yeah, we'll see this year if there's any like crazy ones like that. Dan, what about you? Kenny Pickett. You Kenny don't draft. Pickett. You don't draft a quarterback in the first round. Get your fan base all excited uh, to not let him play. The Packers did. A lot of people do, actually, Dan. I would not, say most but, of every but team does. They Dan. had Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. Okay. Fair. So who do you have right now? You have Mitch Trubisky. Any Steelers fan I've talked to has no excitement for Mitch Trubisky. You don't. It, it, it's like the. It, I mean, they were drafted in different positions, but it reminds me of the Browns drafting Baker Mayfield and not starting him. You draft a kid who you expect to be with your team at least 10 years. You, you know, your, your fans are excited. They're paying money for tickets. You know, it's kind of like the Panthers. You know, you get them all excited, and you're like, you know what? No. Nope. We're not going to start him. You guys are going to sit through uh, Mitchell Trubisky. Give me Kenny Pickett. Yeah, I mean, that money isn't really a lot for the Steelers. I think they would definitely eat the contract. So I'm not saying that it's uh, impossible that Kenny Pickett doesn't start, but I don't know. I, I would give Trubisky uh, six games, and if he finishes like two and three uh, or two and four or something like that, then, yeah, that's Kenny Pickett. Yep, I agree. Uh, I will not agree with Dan here on terms of, 
Kenny Pickett. I would go with Mitchell Trubisky just because the Bears are such a dysfunctional franchise, and he made the playoffs twice. Mm -hmm. I think with a great coach like Mike Tomlin, you're going to give him the opportunity to succeed better, right? You have better weapons, better franchise, better supporting staff. I think I would take Trubisky week one. Okay. Cool. Okay. Um, so, I quick, I'd like to transition to two topics. Florian, I liked what you and Drew did last week. You know, you had the, the brief topics where you had, you know, five, ten words or so, and then you don't have your answer long and you move on. So, the question that I have for you guys, who is the most exciting team heading into the season? Oh, Daniel, do you want to take that first? Oh, I the most exciting team headed into the. That is really hard. That's really hard. I'm gonna have to say. I'm gonna have to say the Raiders. Okay. The Raiders for me are the most new and exciting because I want to see what they're about. Sure. I want to see what they're about. They got Devonte Adams, you know. Yep. They got they got some weapons. I want to see how that chemistry is. I want to see what's what's about to happen. Okay. Florian? The Denver Broncos. Oh, yeah. I cannot wait to see what Russell Wilson does with that team. Honestly, I'm really looking forward to that. Also, the competition in that division. That division is ridiculous. I mean, we talked about AFC North, AFC mm -hmm. West. I don't know who's better, top to bottom. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I'm trying to think because I'm, a co I'm, I'm torn, man. I'll be honest. It's my. I. I think. No, I can't say my team because. I was going to say my team. <laughs> I have. I have a lot of excitement about my team, but I need to kind of venture off here. I'm going to say this: the New York Jets. Wow. The Jets added a lot of exciting pieces this off season. It's all on Zach Wilson. They have a great coach, and I. I think if Zach Wilson can get it right, that team's going to be fun. Is yeah. Salah still the coach? Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think it's only a second year. Yeah, yeah okay. Drew, <coughs> most exciting team. Most exciting team going into the pre preseason. I think for me, it's got to be the Denver Broncos. Just, I mean, think about like we have witnessed Russell Wilson on the Seahawks for the prime of yeah, our right. watching NFL career, right? Yeah. We get to see him on this new franchise, pretty stable franchise that does decently good things historically. Yep. Good yep. wide receiving core, good line. Yeah, they got the weapons. It's going to be very cool to see how Wilson fits into that and how good the Broncos can be because right now their ceiling is Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. If you have a range of outcomes, Super Bowl is like highest end. Yep. And like low end might be like 8-8. Eight and eight, right? I hope the Super Bowl is so, your highest end. And the, we'll battle, yeah. the battle in that division between those four teams is going to be ridiculous. Unbelievable. Unreal. Any of those other three can beat them. And they can beat them, too. It's, I mean, it's very even. I don't know. This is a very even division. It's a heavyweight match. Very good. Yeah. The last last one I have, uh, and then we'll get out of here, but it's got to be brief. Most iconic player of the last decade. Um, Tom Brady. <laughs> it's not a bad one. Okay. I don't have anything more to say. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Florian? Man, is this going to be a consensus? I'm going to go Calvin Johnson just because he had so much more meat on the bone, so much more gas in the tank, my so man. So that was my yeah. that was who I was thinking about. But is he in the last decade, or is that the decade? Yes, before? he retired four years ago. Four years. Okay, then you know what i no. I agree. I agree with a split decision of Tom Brady and and, uh, Calvin, and Johnson. Calvin Johnson. I mean, that guy was an unreal weapon. What is the this, speed? the UFC? Yep. I'm sorry. 
Because you know what? I was thinking about him first, and I thought he was a little bit older for some reason. It was only four years ago? It was within 10. Okay. No, it was it, it may not be. It's like been it longer than it's that. It's within 10, oh, guaranteed. 2015, I thought he was okay. going to retire. Okay. It's been a so while, so that's, why, so that's yeah. why I sure. say it. So sure. that's why I'm going to say, okay, I decide split decision, Tom Brady and, uh, yes, and uh, Megatron. I'm trying to go different. I mean, Tom Brady's the obvious choice. Iconic. I mean, you're like... He is somebody the that you tune I know. in to watch. I tune in to watch a lot of players. I don't want to say Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he is, but he, it's Patrick just an, it's another obvious choice. No, he's still too new. He's 2017, so I won't put him in there because he's in the second half of this decade. Ah, oh, shit. Can you come back to me? I really want to think about yeah. this. Yeah, what about you, Dan? I'll go. We're in the Carolinas. Luke Keekley to this day is still uh, the best yeah. linebacker. I've I would. I ever thought you were going to say Cam for a second. I was like, wow. I agree, Dan. That's a great Luke choice. Luke really good one. Not <laughs> Unfortunately, me, he had to retire because of concussions yep. and for his well-being. But like Calvin Johnson, I think he had a lot more in the tank. Me too. Just, Me too. He was always a guy on the field where I was saying, "Where's Luke Keekley?" Like, where is he? And he would always be at the damn ball. Yep. So, for me, that, for me, is the most iconic player of the last decade. Florian? I don't know when he retired, but I know he played in this la- in this decade, or in the last decade. Um, Darrell Revis. Oh, that's a good one. Darrell would, Revis, best, co- well, best corner of that decade, probably. I they mean, named the whole island after yeah, him. Yeah, Revis Island. And I'm a Dolphins fan. Oh, God. It's we, Revis could, we, we could get down a rabbit hole here. Florian, I thought you were going to say Devin Hester, personally. Um, no, but, I'd, mean, be, I'd be okay with that. But though. he was better in the 2000s, you know, not the 2010s. There, there's there's you just, know, he's there's, more yeah, iconic yeah. for that decade. For sure. There's a lot of players that we could go down this rabbit hole. But, gentlemen, it has been an absolute blast great great episode great conversation yeah great location great place want to give a special shout out to joe and all of the members here at free range for having us in letting us try their beers um like i mentioned we'll be posting this on friday really appreciate everybody tuning in on instagram live everybody that came out and listened to us and we will look forward to talking with you guys next week we got a little something special planned, so look out for that. Yes, Everybody, sir. this has been episode 27 of the Flights of the Roundtable. Hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, and we'll talk to you guys soon. <laughs>